You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Okay, we're in business. Not only is it podcast day, so I'm excited, but also this is the last day that I'm gonna have to use this Bevmo box to record my podcast because I had a lovely anonymous, um, not bitter, donation made so that I could get the mic, the mic box. No, the donation wasn't from Brett. I just think some of my friends and family are over me bitching about it. So uh, I got a Venmo (laughs) over the weekend and it said for my podcast box. So I bought it. um, I kind of dragged my feet on buying it because I felt guilty for taking money to buy a box. Brett is just crazy about like what I he's always in my business. Like, let me live. Always trying to dictate what I'm buying. Well, I guess I don't have a job, so that makes sense. Anyway, so I didn't buy it right off the bat because I was like, oh, maybe I should give this money back. But I wrote a text message and I was like, I appreciate it. I don't want you to think that I'm like an asshole for for like giving it back. I was just going to send it back without saying anything, but I didn't want to come off like a dick. So I was like, I really appreciate it. Are you sure? Because I can send this back to you. And they were like, no, I'm positive. I want you to live your life. So I bought it yesterday, I believe, is when I finally accepted that I was, this was mine. I was going to be able to order it. So I ordered it. It should be coming tomorrow, which is really inconvenient because I'm recording the podcast today. But that just means next week will be some next level shit with some um, professional soundproofing. My head won't be in a box. I won't be sweating. You know what? Our smud bill was so expensive. I don't know what it is about this house. It's hot all the time. Sometimes it's hotter in the house than it is outside. Like I just had to turn the AC on to record this episode because it's upstairs in the office. Brett was like, just turn a fan on. And I'm like, no, because the soundproofing is not good in here. So you're going to be able to hear the fan in the background. Um, So we've had the AC on a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, As in, I just got our smud bill and it was like $374. So we've been really trying to cut back. So I just turned the AC on, let it uh, let it cool down in here a little bit, and then came upstairs. I don't know what it, I mean, it's going to be great for the wintertime, um, unless it gets really cold in here, which, I, I mean, we were in here for a couple cold months, but man, I don't know what the deal is. It is just hot in here all the time. This past month, we tried to not run the AC during peak hours, but that didn't work. So now we're just trying to run it only when necessary. And let me tell you, it's necessary right fucking now. So it's on full blast. So yeah, thanks to my anonymous donator. I'm not going to put that person on blast, but for buying me my mic stand that's going to be coming tomorrow. I will have it next week. Brett's going to be like, what the fuck is this? I told you not to buy it. And I'm going to be like, boy, bye. New mic stand coming. I have new stickers. I don't know if you saw me post about them on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast on Instagram. They are holographic. They are three by three. They are a major upgrade from my previous sticker. I've already given like one to everyone in my family. Well, not everyone, but you know, my sister in law, my brother, her sister, her brother, brother's girlfriend, her sister's husband. I mean, there's a lot of them. So I've been passing them out like crazy. Brett has one on his water bottle. I have one on my water bottle. It's going to look real disgusting when we're out in public together with our matching, cute matching podcast stickers. People are going to think we're so couple goals. Oh my God, so annoying. So um, I don't, there's been a couple people that have requested these. I will send a few out. I only ordered 50 because I'm falling on a budget right now. That extra $600 unemployment is about to run out. So I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't be spending money on, I saw that magnets went on sale today. I was like, oh, maybe I should just get a few magnets too. No bitch, don't need the magnets. 
Do not step away from the website. Every time I go to grab my wallet off the kitchen table, Brett's like, what are you buying? (laughs) Someone's got to keep me in check. So yeah, I got new stickers. They're really cute. Um, They just look like better quality than the previous ones. If you want one, follow me on. So before the whole deal to get a sticker was you had to follow me on Instagram, rate, review, um, it's my podcast on Apple, rate, review, subscribe. So I'm really going to make, before I had a ton of stickers, so I wasn't worried about running out, but now I am worried about running out. So if you really want one of these, what are you going to do for me? Hmm? Cause I'm going to need something from you. I'm serious. You better, you better get a friend to rate, review, subscribe, and screenshot it to me along with your address. Do something. If you really want one of these stick stickers, you're going to have to work, have a work for it. Um, another thing that's coming, I just, I was just over here saying I need to stop spending money and Brett is on my case about it, but, um, I just, I, I really don't buy it. It's not like I go shopping for clothes and stuff. I just like, I don't know. I get waxed. Um, I don't have my boxy charm anymore. I cut that a while ago. I mean, I don't, I really don't do that much. It's Amazon that I have a problem with. So today I was kind of perusing the internet for things to talk about. Um, on today's podcast, and I noticed that there was an article about this egg machine. Is <laughs> this egg machine on Amazon? It holds up to twelve eggs at a time, and you add some water and you set a timer, or it sets. I don't. I don't know. I don't have it yet, but I guess it's really high rated. There's over eight thousand ratings. It has four point six out of five. And apparently this thing is amazing. So it'll do hard-boiled eggs, soft-boiled eggs, over medium, you know, whatever. It'll also make omelets and scrambled eggs. And it's this cute little thing that just goes on your tabletop and you pop the eggs in. And it's apparently very user-friendly, great for making eggs, which I eat every day. And it was on sale today for like 25% off or something like that. Plus I had an Amazon credit. So I essentially got it for free, under $20. I mean, come on, am I killing it? Or am I killing it? So stand by for an update on that. People were saying that it's phenomenal, amazing for soft boiled eggs, omelets. I I mean, I want to start getting those wraps. Has anyone ever gotten those at Costco? They're like cauliflower wraps and put, put a flat egg inside that I can make in this little egg contraption and just kill it all day long. I've been trying to track what I eat. So I feel like this will just make it so much easier. Brett's going to be real pissed off when it comes in the mail. Here's the thing. I could probably play it off as if we've had it, if he didn't listen to this podcast, but also Alexa be throwing me under the bus. So when a package is coming from Amazon, if you have an Alexa, you know that it it tells you that the package is coming. It'll notify you when the package is on the way, like if it's coming today and when it's been delivered. So if I don't intercept that message from Alexa, Brett will be like, Alexa, notification. Then it'll say, one new note. Yeah, our Alexa's British. One new notification. That's, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't pretend to do an English accent. So she says, one new notification. She tells you what's coming. And then again, when it's delivered, she tells you again. So I get busted out all the time. Sometimes when I'm trying to hide a delivery from him, I go up to her and I'm like, Alexa, notification, whisper. And then I tell her to shut up right away so that, you know, she stops talking. So I don't, I feel like Brett might be kind of happy about this egg maker. I was going to pot his birthday's on Tuesday. So I was going to be like, look what I got you for your birthday. But I mean, that's really, really trying to milk the system. So I'm not going to do that. I do think that he's going to like it. I've really talked about this egg machine for far too long, probably a good five minutes. So I'm going to cut it right there. 
I will keep you posted on this egg machine. But I think I'm going to love it. Um, speaking of contraptions or things that I can buy on Amazon, I feel like I get a lot of good ideas from TikTok, like things that you need on Amazon, part 5,274. I haven't bought a lot of things that I see on TikTok on Amazon, but there have been a few. I need something for my hair. Now, not the hair on my head, the hair that falls off of my head. We just had the place clean today. The house is so nice and I don't even want to brush my hair because every time I brush my hair, I lose like 500 hairs and then they're on the bathroom floor. They're in the carpet in our room and then I walk in the carpet and then I'm dragging hair everywhere. Every time I brush my hair, so much hair comes out and I I don't really like, I know that that's a normal thing and it's, it's not, it doesn't just come out. It breaks off. My hair is super damaged, so it breaks off. I have to go downstairs, get the little mini vacuum cleaner, come back upstairs, vacuum all the hairs up off the floor. Then I swiffer it with my back. It's a lot like bending down to do that. And plus, it's just a a hassle. There has to be some sort of like, I don't know, canopy or something that you can lay on the floor, do your hair, pick it up and then dispose of it or shake it out outside. Someone has to know of something that can help me with this problem because I'm just over it. Like I got, I went to Hot Pilates today before anyone attacks me like, oh, why are you going to the gym? My Pilates studio is fucking awesome. Not only are they still open, but they are open within the guidelines because they put AstroTurf out in the parking lot of both of their locations. Um, These big like sticks. What am I trying to say? They set up, they're setting up canopies so that the, the parking lot is shaded so that you can do hot Pilates, hot yoga, kettle Lotties, kettlebells, bikini butt, any of the classes that they offer right in the parking lot outside. So it's not inside. It's still within guidelines. Everyone's spaced apart. They're freaking killing it. So I went to Pilates today at noon. I was directly in the sun. It was hot. It was hard, but I did it. Came home took a shower, needed to like, you know, freshen up my hair, spray some dry shampoo, do a little blow dry, do a little brush. But like I said, we just cleaned or we just had the, we just had it cleaned and I didn't want to get hair everywhere. So it's just in a nasty bun, sweat filled, festering bun on the top of my head. I mean, I've showered, but I need to fix my hair and I don't want to brush it. So what do I do? What's the solution? Someone please tell me. Give me your best life hack for this problem that I'm having. I'm sure I'm not the only one. One of you DIYers out there has to have something that will work for me. So slide in my DMs, Megan Rage Radio or What the Chuck Podcast on Instagram. Thanks. Have a nice day. Someone posted a meme today that kind of freaked me out. It said, there's only like five weeks of summer left and I'm so ready for it to be over. Like just complaining about how life is right now. I was like, wait, there's only five weeks of summer left. That's definitely incorrect. Fall starts on September 22nd, unless there's some season that I'm unaware of that happens in between. That meme is wrong. And I've seen it on a couple of people's pages today, but it got me freaking out about the end of summer. I mean, I'm excited for life to fast forward because I'm over this bullshit. I want to get my job back. I'm trying to like go back to regularly scheduled programming. But at the same time, I don't want summer to be over. I don't want to deal with the winter. I don't want it to be cold. I'm enjoying having a tan. I'm enjoying having things to do on the weekend. And life just kind of slows down a little bit. When the weather turns. I mean, not that we've been really like doing anything on the weekends this weekend. (laughs) It's not like we've been raging all weekend, every weekend. Let me just tell you what we did this weekend. It was my niece's 21st birthday. So we had a little pool party over here. Family only, small little thing. And then Brett and I, oh, we binged watched the entire Twilight series. I told you that we started it last weekend. Well, we finished it 
this weekend. And oh my God, the acting in Twilight is so bad. Like, I love it, but Jacob or whoever, I forget the name of the guy that plays him, he's the worst actor. Like, it's laughable, some of the stuff that he says. And just like, what is with Renezme having a CGI face? Like, why couldn't they have just had a regular baby in the movie and then a regular child that aged into what she was when they stopped CGIing her face? Like, why, why were the visuals on the Twilight movies so bad? I don't understand. They weren't that long ago. They were a huge success. I'm sure they had a ton of money. Why are they so bad? Like, I've always known that they were laughable, but I still liked them anyways. But man, this weekend when we were watching, I was like, okay, this is just past the point. Like, this this is real bad. They couldn't have done a better job. Also, Brett and I both want another Twilight movie. I mean, they could pick it up and show show us where they are now with better acting and visuals. I used to be obsessed with Twilight. I had an Edward blanket that I got from Blockbuster. Throwback. Got it from Blockbuster. It was in the the little line where you go to check out. I think it was like $30. I wish I still had it. So does Brett because Brett's team are pats all the way. If you missed last week's episode. I also remember reading all the books and then there was a leaked copy of the upcoming Twilight book. So if you haven't heard, she's writing another book. She started it years ago, but it's but it leaked, which is why she stopped. And it's the first Twilight book, but in Edward's perspective. So I got a hold of the leaked copy. I remember I worked at the bank and um, I had it pulled up on my computer and I would read it while I was working at the bank. And which is probably why I had such bad customer service skills, because I really just wanted to read my Twilight book. So I would call a customer up and I would like act like I was taking a long time, finish the paragraph that I went on, minimize it. And then when things were slow and I should have been productive, I was reading the Twilight book. I believe there was quite a few chapters, but it just ended. She obviously stopped writing it and now she's finishing it or has finished it and it's going to be released and I'm still going to reread it and I wish that they would make another movie. Okay, end of story. I'll stop talking about Twilight because I'm sure a lot of you that don't like Twilight are like asleep five minutes ago. We were supposed to be going to Vegas next weekend. So next weekend's Brett's birthday. He is going to be turning 40. Just kidding. He probably just instantly started sweating when I said that, and he's listening to this back. Um, He's turning 38, and we were going to go to Vegas because like everyone else in the world, when things started to open up, well, maybe not like everyone else because I know there's some really overly cautious, not overly cautious, just cautious people out there. When things started to open back up, we were like, okay, things are getting better. By the end of July, like things are going to be back to normal. Not back to normal, but, you know, better. So we booked a trip to Vegas. It was super cheap. We got a flight and hotel cosmopolitan for four nights for like $610. I'm telling you, it was dirt cheap. Well, as times progressed with my dad being sick and just like, you know, coronavirus cases rising, we've decided to cancel it. Well, not without lots of fighting because Brett still wanted to go. I didn't think it was a good idea. So we finally agreed that we're not going to go. We're going to postpone it. But now we don't have anything to do for his birthday. And I feel bad. Like, I don't even have, I mean, he doesn't like cake. I can't get him flowers. It's not like a guy thing. So on his birthday, my friend Sylvia, the one that was from last week's podcast that I went to the sunflower fields with, the day after we went to the sunflower fields, she was in Tahoe in a clear kayak swimming in the Tahoe Blue Lake. It was so beautiful. I asked her about it. I was like, what is this? Tell me more. And so she sent me the Instagram. It's Wild Society 
on Instagram. Let me just make sure there's no any extra, no extra characters because everyone should check this out. It's so cool. You rent a kayak for the day. It's clear. You can do one person or two, two person and you can rent it for like two hours, half a day, four hours, six hours. And the price, you know, is based off how long you rent it. I looked at the website. They give you a waterproof case for your phone, also a USB and a speaker that's waterproof so you can take it on the kayak with you. Relatively inexpensive for how cool this is. Let's see. The Wild Society on Instagram. So at the period wild period society. That'll give you pictures and more details. So I was like, oh, instead of going to Vegas, we should do this. And so I looked it up last week. And then I also looked like up some Airbnbs and stuff. But for some reason, next weekend in Tahoe is so expensive. And also, obviously, we're not going to be going to casinos and doing shit. Because if that were the case, we would just still go to Vegas. But um, I kind of feel like I just want to go for the day and do the kayaking. Because what is there to do? In t- I mean, if how do I put this without sounding like really critical of Tahoe? I love Tahoe, but I'm not trying to sit in a wood cabin for two days and watch TV and like play cards when we're this close to home and Chuck's at home. I would miss him. Like, I don't know. I kind of just want to go for the day. But the thing is the bookings are either at eight, nine or 10 AM. So obviously if it's at eight, which I've heard is the best time to go, that's what Sylvia told me. I'm not going to wake up at like 4 AM to get to Tahoe to do this. So we would have to stay for a night. But like I said, it's super expensive. And is it really worth it? Oh, I just don't know. So we have the days well, we have the days off for Vegas. Obviously, I have the days off. Hi, unemployed. But Brett took the days off because we were supposed to go to Vegas. So we still want to do something. So if anyone else has any good ideas for what we can do that's like close by, that's maybe outside, ugh, please throw it at me. I know that like a lot of people didn't get to do stuff for their birthday, but Brett is one of those people that needs to do something. Otherwise, he gets like stressed and just like overwhelmed. He needs that release. So I need to take his ass to go do something, you know, like a two year old going to the zoo or Thunderland or something in downtown Sacramento. He needs to be stimulated by the outdoors. He is sick of being in this house. I swear to God, he's like ready to move. We just moved in in February and he's like, all right, ready to sell the house. I'm sick of seeing all the walls in this house because we've been stuck here since March. So yeah, if you have any good ideas or something for something that we could do in Sacramento next weekend, please throw them at me. So hair contraptions, um, vacation ideas that we can drive to where we don't have to come in contact with other people. Obviously, I'm trying to keep it as like me and him as possible because I don't want to be around other people. Like I said, otherwise, we would just still go to Vegas. I'm really asking a lot out of you guys this episode because I have another favor. I asked this question today on my Instagram, but I need a tattoo artist, a tattoo artist that is accepting new clients. A lot of people tagged people that aren't accepting anyone. Their books are closed. I've DM'd a few people that haven't DM'd me back, haven't even read the message. And it's not like I'm like, it's been 30 minutes. I know everyone doesn't check Instagram like I do. But there's been some people over the past couple of days that I've reached out to that haven't haven't said anything back to me. I don't know what the deal is. Like, what's wrong with me? Am I not approaching it correctly? Is there another way that I should be contacting tattoo artists? Here's the thing. We, Brett and I are getting each other tattoos for our birthdays. So my birthday was in April. His birthday is this upcoming week. And so we're getting each other tattoos. It's easy. You know, we can't shop right now. So it just seems like the most reasonable thing to do considering we both wanted tattoos. 
So I have a tattoo guy that I've gone to that I absolutely love. He did the portrait of my mom. He's amazing. We reached out to him at the beginning of June and told him that we wanted work done. So we came in and we talked to him and he was like, this sounds great. Why don't you send me the pictures of the things that you want in an email and then I'll get you booked later on tonight. Sent him everything in an email, didn't hear anything back that day. And I was like, you know, tonight seemed a little soon anyways. No big deal. I'm going to let it, you know, I'm just going to let him reach out to me over the next couple days whenever he's ready. Week goes by and I don't hear from him. And so about a week and a half later, he emailed me and was like, thanks for sending the email. I'll let you know when your artwork is ready and we can talk about booking an appointment. And so I... I said, that sounds great. I'm not going to say his name because I, I think he's great. I don't know if there's something going on or like if it's me or what. I don't know what the possible answer to this could be. So I said, that sounds great. Yeah, just hit us up whenever the artwork's ready. Well, that was, like I said, the beginning of June and we're at the end of July. So two weeks ago, I DM'd him on Instagram and because we've contacted through there, we've contacted through email. I DM'd him on Instagram, just kind of following up. He saw it and didn't respond. Then I sent an email a couple days later and I haven't heard anything back. So I feel like at this point, I should just try to find someone else, right? Like I should move on. Maybe what we were wanting wasn't his style, but I just, I mean, I've worked with him before. He gave us a free tattoo after our wedding. Um, he like hooked us up like this is I'm so confused by it but he yeah he hasn't hasn't said anything to me so I guess now I'm just looking for someone else because we really want to get these tattoos done Um, I really want to give him a birthday present he really wants to give me a birthday present plus we've just been wanting tattoos for a while so that's why I'm looking for someone new but I almost feel guilty like today when I posted the tattoo suggestions I thought about like hiding that from my story so that he wouldn't see it because I feel guilty even though I've done everything possible to try to reach out to him I don't know I don't know I don't know what the deal is but if you have an amazing tattoo artist we we want black and white tattoos very um very like detailed like you know great lines great shading um I want it to be bold so yeah if you if you know someone that is open and taking appointments I mean even if they're not taking appointments right now send them send me their Instagram so that I can start following them and like try to keep reaching out to people it's crazy I feel like tattooing is one of those things that's super high demand right now because people are bored and they have like extra money laying around maybe from like the unemployment I don't know it just seems like tattoo artists are in super high demand right now so yeah Send me your, again, hair contraption ideas, vacation ideas, that's close to Sacramento, and tattoo artist. I promise you, I will not ask you for anything else, at least in this episode of What the Chuck with Megan Rage. Um, Something that I will tell you about is something I saw on Delish today. You know House Wine, I'm sure if you've been to Bevo, Total Wine, or the grocery store, or if you're just a living, breathing human that leaves the house, you've seen the House Wine. The most commonly I think they're most commonly in cans anyways house wine is teaming up with Cheez-Its and they're offering half a box of wine rosé and half a box of white cheddar Cheez-Its this box wine is the equivalent of four bottles of wine so it's a big ass box wine and a big ass box of Cheez-Its it's $23.99 available on the house wine website I think on the 23rd so just in a couple days and it's while supplies last so if 
this is something that you're interested in, I personally love rosé. That's like my favorite wine right now. That and a Pinot Grige. Um, and then also white cheddar Cheez-Its. If this is your jam, it would be fun for like a Zoom meeting, a girls' night, um, binge watching TV on the couch because I'm pretty sure that's what majority of people do these days. It's going to be available on the 23rd on the House Wine website. Half rosé, half white cheddar Cheez-Its. Brilliant idea. More companies should do this. Yeah, Cheez-Its and wine. I mean, how could you go wrong? So there's a little little tip for you since I've been asking so much of you this episode. Something else that I've been dying to get into ever since it was released. I'm pretty sure this came out on Wednesday. Of course, the day that my podcast came out, but I had already recorded it. Claire Crawley, The Bachelorette. She's at the hotel, quarantined right now, along with the cast. I don't know if it's been two weeks, but... They're basically, I talked about this in a previous episode, so I won't get too too far into it, but all the guys are quarantined at the same resort she is. The resort is shut down to other guests. It's um, close to where Coachella is. Apparently, it's like this crazy, fancy resort. After they've all been quarantined for two weeks, filming is going to start, and the entire season is going to be filmed within this resort. So, of course, with every season comes pictures of the contestants, and man, this season is not disappointing. I feel like the ratio of good-looking guys is really high, in comparison to previous seasons. I'm going to go through these guys and kind of talk about them, which ones I think are going to stick around, which ones I think are going to be like leading. Um, You can follow along with me. I would suggest right now, if you can, going to my website, meganrage.com. It's going to be the most recent blog that you'll see on there. And we can go through the guys together and kind of look at them so that you can see what I'm talking about. All right, buckle up, bitches. First up, we have AJ, 28, from Irvine, California. Massive eyebrows, looks like a D-bag, wearing a light blue shirt with light blue denim. Mm, I don't know about that. He looks like a bartender, does not have his occupation. Not feeling him. Next, Alex, 28, from El Paso, Texas. I like him. He looks like he has long eyelashes. I'm feeling his vibe. I feel like he's going to go far. And I feel feel like Claire is really going to like him. Next up, also, big beefcake. Loving the button-down shirt and the tight pants. I can see his hand. Wish I could see something else. Ben, number, age number 29. Age 29 from Indianapolis, Indiana. I feel like guys from Indiana are just... I feel like we really got the short end of the stick in California because guys here can be good looking, but with good looking also comes big, massive D bags. I feel like guys from Indiana, they're just like more down to earth. So I think that Ben for, oh, I love the name Ben 29, almost 30, Indiana, muscly, good hair, nice eyes. Yeah, I like him. I also think that he's going to go far. Bennett, he's 37 years old from Atlanta, Georgia. He looks like he sends unsolicited dick pics. So next Next up, we have Blake Monar. Not sure why we have first and last name. I'm assuming that's his last name. He's from Rockport, Indiana. I He's 30. I don't get good vibes from this guy. I mean, he's hot. I like his hair. I dig his tattoos. I like that his like shirt's a little bit unbuttoned, but he gives me bad vibes. I, I also think he might go far, but... Something about him. He's feeling himself. He knows he's hot. I mean, all of these guys know they know that they're hot. So, I don't know. Rock, uh, Blake, I, I mean, he's definitely going to be around, but he's not my top pick. Next, we have, oh, we're getting last names on a few of these. Oh, because there's multiple Blakes. This guy is also Blake M from 29. He's from Burlington, Ontario, Canada. 
He kind of looks like Wolverine. I normally like a beard on a guy, but he, ugh, I think he should shave the beard. I think he'd be a lot hotter without the beard. I think he'll stick around. I think he'll make it. When I say stick around, I mean, I think he'll make it past the first night. Um, next up, we have Brandon, 28, from Cleveland, Ohio. Don't know much about Cleveland, Ohio. I do like this guy. He's a little slim for me, but he's not bad. Ohio! Just reminds me of the Drew Carey Show. Drew, Drew Carey Show. Next up, we have Brendan. He's 30, from Massachusetts. I like him. I like his eyes. I like his shirt. I like his face. I like his hair. Did I already say that I liked his hair? I wish there was a little more of it in the front, but I obviously know that that's not something that can be helped. I think he'll make it past night one. Ooh, okay. Chasen, 31. He's from Walnut Creek. This guy, there's something weird about his face, but he's hot. Like his hair. I like his tousled hair. I like that his teeth are so big. I like his tan. He seems, I bet you this guy's going to be nice. He seems like a hot guy. That's nice. I think he's going to make it past night one. Chris, 27, St. Louis, Missouri. Mm, he looks like he took his picture outside of a courthouse. Like, what is that stone behind him? Next, don't like him. Next up, we have Collins. Not Colin, Colin with Collins with an S. 30 from, um, don't know, Virginia. I like his peach shirt. I like his smile. He looks like a buff Drake. So hell yes to that. Next up, we have Dale31, South Dakota. Hmm, I trust a guy from South Dakota. So do I think that he's genuine? I don't know. Yeah, I like his like his tight shirt. I like his smile. I think he'll make it past night one. Great, not all these guys can make it past night one. That's what I'm saying, you guys. There's so many potentials for Claire's season. Like, I am going to follow all these guys on Instagram. Please believe. Damar26, he's from San Diego. Don't trust guys from San Diego, but do think he's very good looking. Do think he's going to make it past night one. But again, 26 from San Diego. Mm, that could be a bad combination. Ed36 from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's going to be a hard no. Buy a bigger shirt. Why are you so veiny? No, this guy looks like he has a lisp. Not that there's anything wrong with a lisp, but you know. Next up. Ellis, 26, also from Illinois, a ginger. I don't mind a ginger. This guy looks like he also sends unsolicited dick pics. Next, Garen, 34, not feeling him, from Florida. Next up, Gary, from 29, again, from Cleveland, Ohio. I definitely like this guy. Can't. Why is his picture so short? Why isn't there more of him? I want to see what kind of pants he's wearing. Not that that matters. I think he'll also make it past night one. Along with the next guy, Ivan, 28, from Dallas, Texas. Mm, I don't know if I trust guys from Dallas, Texas. So actually, I don't. he looks like he has like a mixed. He looks like he might be like Filipino and black. I like that combination. Mm, next, I don't know if he'll make it past night one. I'm not going to say for sure. Jason, 31. This guy looks like my old boss, the guy that owned the beach hut that I worked at. Only a younger version. I like that he's just wearing a plain white tee. I like that he's got a little tattoo showing. Yeah, I like him. He's got gappy teeth, but I think that adds character. Yeah, he'll stay 31. He'll stay past night one. Next, J29 from Pennsylvania. No, I don't like him. He looks like he has like baby pecs and small nipples. Not that I like care about nipples, but you know, 
No. Jeremy Forty from Virginia Beach, Virginia. This guy screams trouble. He's got like, oh yeah. I mean, just look at him. He's got like a lazy vibe to him. That's what I'm, even though, it's, yeah, I don't like him. His eyes, I mean, he's good looking, but he is trouble. I think he's going to be like kind of soft spoken. Forty? That's, I think that's the oldest guy that we've come across so far. Far. I think he'll stay, but I think, like I said, I think he's going to be bad news. Um, Joe, 36, from New York. Mm, I don't know. I don't like his picture, but I feel like when he moves his face, he might, like when he's talking, he might look a little better. Next, Jordan, 26, from Connecticut. I trust this guy with my life. Yep. Don't like those glasses, but trust him with my life. Next up, Jordan, 30, from Michigan. He looks like a child. He looks like Romeo, little Romeo. I don't, I feel like his shirt should be longer. Mm, I don't know if I like him. Um, Josh, 31, from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do not like him at all. His face is very aggressive. Next up, Carl, age 33. He has beady, I'm going to kill you eyes, from Miami, Florida. Next Kenny, 39, another one that's almost 40 that looks like trouble. Why does this guy look like he's 21? What are those star tattoos? Why is he wearing a tank top to show them off? Dude, put on a long sleeve. Those tattoos are terrible. And get a Bior oil blot for your face because it's real shiny. Don't know about that guy. Also, I think he's also going to be trouble. Mike, 28 from Canada. Definitely like the looks of this guy. Looks nice. Looks like he need, needs a tan. Very lumberjacky. Yeah, I'm feeling him. Montel, 30 from Massachusetts. Also like him. He looks like he has light eyes. If those are contacts, come on, Montel. Come, just be you, like Drake says. Yeah, he'll probably make it past night one. Um, Noah, 25, Tulsa, Oklahoma, looks like a combination of Jordan and the girl or the guy that Hannah B sent home. What was his name? That was like shaming her for having sex with Tyler. He looks like a cross pollination of those two, which not good. Yeah. 25, too. That's a little young. I think he might be the youngest. Don't trust him. Next up, Paige, 37. Love the name Paige on a girl. Don't like it on a guy from New Mexico. He looks French. Uh, I don't know about him. Can't see his teeth. He's making a, why did they choose that picture? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see about that guy. Peter, 32. Trust a guy named Peter. Everett, Massachusetts. He looks like he's in finance. I don't think he's going to make it till the end. He'll make it past nice night one, maybe. Riley, 30, from Detroit, Michigan. This guy looks friendly as fuck. I like his plain shirt. He is also veiny, but I don't mind it. Yep. Yep, I like him. Robbie, 31, from... God, there's a lot of guys. Um, St. Pete Beach, Florida. I do not like anything about his face or his shirt or his undershirt or the fact that he's wearing an undershirt. Yeah, don't like him. Whoo, whoo, whoo. Everyone brace yourself for the next one. If you've already scrolled there, you know what I'm talking about. Spencer, 30, La Jolla, California. I'm calling it right now. This guy's going to win. I know I said about guys from California, but he looks nice. Oh, yeah. He's my he's my favorite so far. And I love the name Spencer. Um, Tian, 36 from New York, going home immediately. <laughs> Tyler, 27, um, Gasaway, West Virginia. 
I like him. I like his watch. I like his face. He looks like trouble, but he also looks like Tyler C. Like he looks like this season's Tyler C. Tyler S, 36 from Dallas, Texas. Don't like anything about him at all. Um, Uzoma, 29 from Dallas, Texas. Also do not trust him. Don't trust Yosef, 29 from Mobile, Alabama. He looks like a player. He's going to get sent home for sure night one. Zach C, 36 from Pennsylvania. What is that shirt? What are those pants? I don't know. This might be one of those tomfooleries where when they start talking, they're hotter. But I don't like the looks of this guy. Maybe if he shaved his head. Hmm. Zach, 37 from Washington, is up next. He looks like he thinks he's going to win. He looks Mormon. I don't like him. What? Why are they all wearing the same shirt in, like, different colors? It's weird. Yeah, I don't. Oh, oh, and he's the last one. God, that's a lot of guys. Like I said, if you are listening to that and you're not able to scroll through, I highly suggest going to my website, MeganRage.com. You can't fuck that up and scrolling through all the pictures later because if you're not a fan of The Bachelor or Bachelorette and you're a girl or a guy that's into guys or just a guy that appreciates a good looking man, you're going to want to watch the season based off this lineup alone. I mean, how many guys did I say were good looking? Nearly all of them. So I'm more excited about Claire's season now that I know there's going to be a lot of eye candy. And I'm excited to see which ones are good guys and which ones are not good guys. But I'm calling it right now. Spencer, like I said, from La Jolla, he is going to take the cake or at least be in the top three because whew, boy is fine. Wait till you see him. That was fun. I can't wait to do that every season with um, The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I will be just as judgy. I'm not afraid to say that there are pretty girls. I can't wait to go through this every season. There's one guy. He's a comedian. I follow him on Twitter. I think his name's Jared. He does a really funny write-up every season of what he thinks the, the, the contestants are going to be like. I thoroughly enjoy it. I'll have to see if he did that this year. And if so, I'll attach that to my blog post as well. Can we talk about Kanye? I'm just going to spend a, a brief moment on it because I know that a lot of people are just sick of hearing about Kanye through the years. Can I please tell you that one time I went out on this date and this with this guy that was very obsessed with Kanye and he didn't like how much I disliked Kanye. I, I forget what was happening with Kanye at the time, but I had fallen off the wagon and he didn't call me back, totally ghosted me. And when I saw him out, I confronted him about it. And he said that the reason that he didn't hit me up after our date was because I didn't respect Kanye, the greatest artist of all time. That is verbatim what he said to me. I wonder how he's feeling about Kanye right now. After his presidential campaign, his speech, I can't even, I'm not even going to get into that. If you haven't watched that yet, just watch the clips from it. I mean, he says a lot. Um, and then last night on Twitter, K-Nay was trending. People were trying to get these tweets out so fast that the number one trending topic on Twitter was Kanye, but it was spelled wrong. People were just typing too fast and they were spelling it K-A-Y-N-E. So many people were tweeting about Kanye, but spelling his name wrong. He was going off on Twitter. He was talking about um, Halle Berry, Jennifer Lawrence, Shia LaBeouf. He was talking about how Kim and Chris are tr trying to lock him up, trying to bring a doctor to Wyoming to have him locked up. He was saying that the movie Get Out was about him, was about his life. 
he was spouting all this stuff. Now, a lot of people obviously speculating that he was in a manic state, bipolar, off his meds. Um, he says that he doesn't like to take his medication because it, you know, hinders his creative process. And so a lot of people were also speculating that new that a new album was coming because he's released a few new songs. By the way, e- uh, Ego Death, I love that song, Ty Dolla Sign. I like the, la- I, I mean, I like the song. I like the music that Kanye's been putting out. But the last 30 seconds of Ego Death is so good. Like, I wish the whole song was more of that. Like, the last 30 seconds, I always turn it up real loud. Anyways, um, he's released new music, so people were speculating that this was a publicity stunt. But at the same time, like, you can tell. Like, he's done this before on Twitter. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He knows exactly what he's doing. And do I think that he was doing this to drum up attention for his album that's coming out on Friday? I mean... I think he's still in a manic state. I still think that he's off his meds and he was having an episode, but I also think that he knows exactly what he was doing because his very last tweet said that his new album's coming out on Friday. Of course, everyone was talking about everything that was trending last night. It was Kanye, Kanye, because he called uh, Chris Jenner's man that. Um, everything was trending. It was Kanye and Sean. Why the fuck was Sean trending last night? People were saying that we should have picked her over Iggy Azalea. True. Preach. Can I get an amen? Anyways, I just wonder what's going to happen with Kanye next because he was saying some stuff about Kim. He was saying like, oh, my daughter's never going to be in Playboy. I just feel like Kim, and I tweeted this last night, I feel like Kim stays with Kanye because she's worried about what he's going to say if she leaves him. I feel like he knows the Kardashian family secrets, and if there's one person that's not going to keep it under lock and key, it's going to be Kanye. But I really hope that like her and Chris are able to get him help, get him the help that he needs, because that shit on, on Twitter last night was scary. Like, people were making jokes and some of the tweets were funny, but it's really not funny. Mental illness is not something that we should be laughing about, posting memes about, um, tweeting about in, in the manner that people were last night. I, I I actually went through and untweeted some of the things that I had originally retweeted because I felt guilty. I didn't feel like we should be laughing at the man. Um But like I said, I don't know if it was a full-blown publicity stunt. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think it was. I think he was having an episode and he just happened to also be promoting his album. And like I said, I think he's smart. I think he was using it to his advantage. But um, if you didn't, if you missed out on the tweets, he deleted some of them. I would suggest Googling it to get a full scope of what he was talking about. But it happened last night, Monday night. I am excited to hear the new album and I'm excited that new bodies on it because I was streaming it from YouTube. It was on Spotify for a hot second, but I can't find it anymore. I hope it's the original version. I hope he hasn't done anything to it. I am excited about new music because I do like Kanye's music, but I hope he gets some help. Did you guys hear that Carol Baskin made $100,000 from her cameo in the first week that she was on it? I did the right thing by buying that right when it came out because her price has gone up $100,000. $100,000 in a week from cameo. That is mind blowing. I bet you she thinks she hit the jackpot. Did you see the video of her singing, Go Shawty, it's your birthday? Yeah, it was real embarrassing. Her and her husband were singing it. It was the whitest shit I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Um, I should have requested her to sing me a song in my cameo. I'm an idiot. I wish I could turn back time and do that. But man, $100,000. Can you imagine 
just like living your life like, you know, normal. And then you're in your 60s and you're in a documentary that takes that blows the fuck up on Netflix or Hulu or God, any channel. And then next thing you know, you're like famous as an old person and like trying to do TikToks and cameos and you just are like too old to know what the fuck's going on. But yet again, you're like making tons of money. Like someone that I know is going to end up famous when they're old. I really hope. I really hope one of you listening ends up, you know, not on Dateline, but like just killing it someday in the future. Please mention this podcast because I will be still podcasting at the age 60 just in spite of those assholes that said I wouldn't make it past episode eight. Thanks. Have a nice day. My playlist this week, I have been making playlists for the podcast. I've kind of been slipping on new music. So I created a new playlist where I'm adding new music that comes out. Some of it's not brand new. Some of it's from last year. It's just for some reason new to me. Like I feel like there's a Tayana Taylor song on there that I've never heard before. I don't know how I missed it, but um, there's not a ton of songs on there yet. It's going to be one that I'm going to build all the time. So we're doing something a little new. This podcast, I'm always going to add, or at least till the end of the year. I do this every so often. I make a playlist called new and then I add music to it until like the music gets too far gone. So like at the end of the year, I'll stop adding music to this playlist and I'll start a new one. But if you're trying to get like new music that, um, you know, if, if so far you've liked my taste in music, find this playlist, follow it. I'll add new music to it all the time. Again, on Spotify and Apple Music, you can find me under Megan Rage. The podcast is called New and there's a flame emoji right next to it. So that's the one that you're looking for. You're going to hear that new Kanye on it. Um, You're going to hear, God, I don't know, a bunch of new shit on it that I've like been listening on repeat. Uh, Sweetie, tap in that I'm almost sick of just from watching TikToks. Tap, tap, tap in. Stuck in my head 24-7. So yeah, New with a flame emoji. Apple Music and Spotify. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to my podcast. And also you can follow me on Apple Music and on Spotify so that you can just see when I'm adding new playlists, which is literally all the time. I'm constantly adding songs and music to playlists. So follow along. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's at what the Chuck podcast. Make sure you um, show your friends and followers when you're listening Post a screenshot of the podcast because you never know who could be looking for a podcast to listen and who might want to give this one a shot. Thanks for coming back every week. You guys are fucking killing it. I have like over 1,500 listens to my podcast, which I think is pretty amazing for just doing it by myself um, from the ground up, blood, sweat, and tears. Just, you know, promoting myself. And I've only been doing it, what, this is episode eight? Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Like I feel confident and comfortable with that. So thanks for coming back to listen. Thanks for those of you that have been sharing it consistently. Thanks for telling a friend. Uh, Love you guys. Told you I'd make it past episode eight. If you're listening, dick wads. See you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.